Emergency. Queen's Quest arrived. Emergency. Queen's Quest arrived. Emergency. to the queens welcome 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 ladies gentlemen and everybody inside and outside of the gender spectrum i am your host dylan murray and i am joined by the third man scott e wrestling scott edwards how you doing scotty i'm doing just lovely today uh i feel like i've totally haven't talked about what we're going to talk about at all so this is new information for me uh, but we do have a show to review, so that's pretty cool, right? Yes. Like, in non-jokes, there was wrestling to watch with this company, which I think for many people will hopefully help the next couple months. I know there's a lot of uh, people that aren't fully invested uh, right now, and I can't blame them. I mean, you did lose a co-host over it. Um, so. Yeah, um, Alex, Alex uh, decided that he much like the wrestlers of Starum, will be uh, waiting out his contract and <laughs> will be will be making a decision uh at a further at a later later date actually um they're lucky they get to they get to make their decision later the the girls in Starum had to make their decision a few days ago um mm-hmm. Alex has taken taken his goddamn time um but <laughs> for the weeks the weeks that Alex is not here I will more more than likely have Scott on here um if scott gets gets tired of talking about this which i don't know how he already isn't um or if he just you know gets tired of talking to me i i will probably get a a different replacement every once in a while just because i don't want to force scott to be here every single week um with that being said if he if he's okay with being here every single week he will be here every single week until alex returns uh hopefully love you alex <laughs> miss you <ya. laughs> uh, hopefully got me yeah um you know uh, we when don't they know. do return, we don't know if this will be Star Quest. That's the crazy thing. <laughs> you know, there's a conversation we had that Alex has uh, ditched the favorites that he has. Of yeah, Mina. yeah. I mean, uh, I don't know if you funny. know, but you know, we spent the past year having to hear about Mina, and now look at this. Yeah, like Mina's Mina's waving the Stardom flag. You know, uh, she said Stardom they, was fine. Homie's a big Tam Nakano fan, so obviously that's really <laughs> breaking him up. Um, <laughs> I think that should uh, give him all the confidence. She ain't going anywhere. Exactly. Like I don't know. I don't know. But we'll we'll see. We will hear from our lovely friend Alex at a later date. Um, but for now, I'm here with Scotty. Scotty, I listen to Ring Post Radio, so it's hard. I wanted to do. I wanted to talk about things that like you didn't already like talk about word for word. But it's very difficult because it's like it's the most important thing. Um. Hey, so as we, long as we you don't be... ask me questions like Ryan does, we'll be fine. That was very funny. I, I found that very <laughs> funny. Um, will this be NXT Japan? Um, no. Uh, oh my god! <laughs> I love that so much. But uh, before we actually start, I do want to do a few plugs. Um, we are, of course, a podcast on the Five Star Network. Um, so go check out fivestarnetwork.co for all the stuff over there. Check out the the Five Star Network YouTube channel for the latest episode of the No Limit Wrestling Show. Me and Xavi reviewed uh, Gaia Double Destiny 1999, which was the the last singles match between the Crush Gals. 
Um, it is, it is also the climax of the Gaia Hantai versus SSU versus Nostradamus feud. Um, it was a great show. It's the best show that we've reviewed so far on No Limits. So we had a great time with it. And I would suggest anybody uh, go out of their way to see it because um, a lot of times it will be me and Xavier Hayton. But this is not one of those times. We were just kind of having a good time. It was it was really it was fun. A crazy idea to just pick shows that you guys don't like. Yeah, I mean... I was searching for the show where Rossi Ogawa beat Yumika Hoda recently because um, <laughs> I wanted to watch that for No Limit, but uh, it's it's very hard to find uh, that, that era of Arjian, so we will see. Um, but yeah, it was a great show, obviously. I mean, it's it's kind of peak guy, and yeah, I, I suggest anybody go check that out on the YouTube. Um, it'll be all over my Twitter if you want to check out my Twitter to find the link to that. Um, listen to that when you're done with this. And watch that actually. It's it's a slideshow. There's like a there's like pictures and shit. That's, yeah. that's the first. It's not just audio this time. It's it's on YouTube. It's a video. It's great. Um otherwise go check out all the other podcasts over there. Um, because we have some great peeps on this network. But I suppose it is time for Rossi Watch twenty twenty four. It's it's it, I don't know if y'all watch the daily show, but that John Stewart came back. He he did the uh, the democracy. 2024 game you know what i mean um uh indec- indecision 2024 i i if if this was a video podcast it, it would have the the big like you know the hawk and everything it'd be really cool um rossi watch 2024 so i recorded early last week i recorded on tuesday because i was sick um and i knew it was going to get a lot worse from there and it did so there's a there's actually quite a few things to be said um first of all this is just a a broad thing uh, a lot of people have shown support for Rossi's next venture, such as Fuka and Takamichinoku, as well as others. Um, AEW fans. Definitely. Um, <laughs> they love that. No, uh, th- but, you know, there was a lot of people coming out in support of Rossi. He even said it in the Bonacano interview, which we'll talk about a little bit later, that um, he got way more support than he was expecting um, from this move. And he really appreciated it both. Uh, domestically and overseas, he he actually specifically noted that he was kind of shocked how many people overseas like gave a fuck. Um, so yeah, uh, that that's um, the reaction to Rossi has been generally positive, and anybody who is negative has just been kind of quiet or doesn't really matter. Uh, such as AEW fans. Um, nice. In in, in yeah. this case, at least in this case, at least I like AEW, but like in this case, at I least they call it, them the AEW Legion of. Yeah, the Legion, the Legion's opinion on uh, what Rossi Okawa does next doesn't really matter much to me. There, there's different. This is a different podcast. This, you know, I'm gonna go a little rig post radio mode here for a second. I apologize. You're all good. You're um, all good. but there's different kinds of AEW fans. Mm-hmm. There's ones like myself who enjoy the product, and you know, I, yeah. I that's why I watch it. I'll talk about the wrestling, and then there's the ones that live and die by. The billion, the millionaire, and uh, and everything he says on Twitter, and it's those ones. Oh, that, don't worry, you know, he's a billionaire. You could. Well, yeah, I forgot. Well, his dad is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, you know, he has a lot of money, though. Obviously, nepotism. He for is the a win. billionaire. I I forgot if uh, his dad was a billionaire. That's why I changed it. But yeah, you're right. Um, but yeah, I just like. And those fans, you know, they they see poaching, they run with that. There's a difference. There's just a very advanced story here that I'm happy to come on this show and talk about, even if I've talked about it here, there, and everywhere over the past week. It is kind of funny that they were like, how dare a motherfucker poach? It's like, oh, that's 
That's a crazy standpoint from an AEW fan. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure but, Will Osprey signed before. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if y'all know who Will Osprey is, but uh, I don't know. Something some fishy about that. Uh, but I have I have three sources that we will go through mainly. Um, mainly two of them. Uh, one of them we'll just kind of like touch on. Uh, first off is Meltzer. Uh, he talked about it in the recent Wrestling Observer newsletter. Um, a few things, actually quite a few things, uh, that wrestlers who are leaving at the end of March were required to make their intentions known to Bushiroad by February 9th um, so that they can get all their belts in order and shit because obviously Taro Okada mentioned that some champions will be leaving. It, it is it is confirmed that there are champions who have the utmost intention of leaving the company at the end of March. Um a few other things is that Rossi is the financial backer of the new promotion because he's fucking rich after the 2019 Bushiro deal. <laughs> um, Bushiro, oh yeah, uh, we'll talk about some of the things that uh, Bushiro did in the past year that kind of made um, Rossi a bit upset. But before that, the other thing of kind of note going forward is that half the wrestlers in the 13th anniversary tag team match will be leaving imminently. Uh, two least, of them are stuck in right? their contracts. Well, no, it's it's half of them yeah, it's at least because one of them is unsure uh, as mm-hmm. of, you know, the what would this be, the ninth or the eighth or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. As as of around the eighth, uh, there was one wrestler that their status was not known. And one of them is Julia. Uh, so two are stuck. One is unsure. One is Julia and four are definitely leaving. You can um, figure out imminently. which one's stuck. Yeah. Unfortunately. Um, and you can figure out one of the people who are leaving is definitely an eye. So other than that, <laughs> like, we'll see, you know? Um, yeah. And I, I'm trying to keep Stardom Quest as, uh, spec- as non-speculative as possible. But at the same time, when we review that show, there's going to be some speculation. Because <laughs> there are some people who, uh, yeah. I, I don't know. Um, going yeah. to what Bushy Road did in the past year, Bushy Road were the ones who made the calls to put the Red Boat on both Tam and Micah. Um, making it unsurprising that those two were like the first people to express their loyalty to stardom. Um, Tam was actually a bit of a messy situation. I'm not going to get into all of it, but it, it appears as though um, because Julia was was unhappy with the Maya Yukihi match, uh, even though she did do business, uh, they considered her being um, difficult to work with as means and reason enough to strip her of the red belt and give it to Tam. <sighs> crazy um and then micah makes a little bit more sense micah was kind of the hot hand but uh rossi was like oh well let's plan for the future because suzu definitely has more of a future and they're like yeah but micah so micah i get a lot more than the tam thing the tam thing is is kind of icky as i've been Um, saying hashtag rossi was right yeah a little bit (laughs) maybe a bit um and then this isn't just via Meltzer, but it's via pretty much everyone, including herself. Mayu is very upset. Um according to Meltzer, she will likely be free from her contract sometime within the next year and a half or so. Um her contract does not months. go Yeah, nine to twelve months is what he said. Her contract doesn't doesn't go past next year. So, you know. Um but yeah, every outlet that you can find is is making sure you know, including herself, that Mayu is very upset with the current situation, right? I mean, um, yeah. there was a video that, that uploaded or that went up earlier um, where she kind of broke down backstage uh, after talking about Mina 
um and just like it it, it was it was a rough watch quite frankly um Mayu's Mayu's in a rough spot considering all of this with the with the belt she has with the with the movie coming out with her long-term contract all of this is just it's definitely got to be weighing on her um as we've I'll, seen unfortunately I'll, I'll say this i i don't think they keep her the whole year i just i think there's gonna come a time eventually where fans speak about it enough and you know she's just so she's very visibly upset if you watch the shows and we'll get to it um you know she's doing her best obviously like when the ring when the bell rings she puts on a show because that's what she does um but i mean if you've followed me or listened to me on anything i've been very adamant like the only thing i care about in this whole situation is how this ultimately goes for her at the end of the day um i i I have some confidence that all will be right by the end of 2024 but that's still a lot of time and you know we have to get to may first because that's when the movie comes out yeah um I've I've been of the opinion that it's like, okay, well, as much as I would love it if they just let Mayu leave now, I get that they need to keep her for the movie. Um but past May it starts getting a bit like, okay, I don't I, I feel for her. You know, I mean I feel for her now, obviously. But pat post May I'm just it, it's gonna become difficult, right? Especially if her feelings towards it doesn't change much, which I can't imagine they will change enough to where it isn't difficult. Um yeah, I don't know. I it's, think it's it'll a get worse. Situation. I think there's a chance to get it very worse possibly because can. the announcement of the new promotion and wrestlers leaving, like, and not being able to go whenever the time comes. Because listen, folks, if if you haven't figured out yet, she ain't staying, and I can't stress yeah. that enough. Like, this is not this is not someone that's going to debate if she's staying or not. She is going to be gone whenever the time comes. And it it just sucks if you're a fan of her, like of course myself, and it, like it's the main, it's my main problem with all of this, and it will be that way, time and time again until something happens. And again, unfortunately, we just don't know when that will be, which I think for me is the worst part because you see the yeah. video, like she put, like was posted today after the cork, and uh, you see her do her entrance, you see the tweets you see the interviews and it's just it it's just it breaks your heart and hopefully sooner than later uh we can get back and she can you know be where she wants to be yeah and one one little note that i took from a a different interview she did um is a lot of people i think don't get mayu very much because like a lot of people brought up the uh the point that she wanted to get paid more uh in her last contract when she was negotiating that um and and a lot of people were like oh well rossi's not gonna be able to pay her that much first of all if rossi's gonna fucking pay anybody she, he's paying my <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. you know if he's gotta give everybody else crumbs to get, to get my what she deserves he will i mean he won't but he will you know what i mean like let's um mm-hmm. but second of all Mayu did an interview like a day after all this happened talking about the fact that it's like she she's like oh yeah it'd be cool to like wrestle in like all of the the like super big stages in america but like i, I get homesick 
you know i don't yeah. i don't really want to leave right. japan that much like you know I'll, I'll go over there for a bit like for like a, a couple matches or something but like oh i like my dogs i like my i like my house you know i'm cool yeah. <laughs> um and i think people kind of like underestimate the very i don't want to call her simple but i don't i think people like kind of think of like Mayu as like this like mastermind when it's like I think she just wants to do what she loves and like you know mm-hmm. be around the people that she trusts and enjoys being around and you know losing Rossi is obviously a huge blow um as anybody who knows their relationship um should know right like there's it's just historically um I think you said on ring post that it's like there's there's no there are a few greater showings of loyalty than Mayu to to Rossi. Like I, I don't I don't know mm-hmm. if anybody is more loyal in professional wrestling than Mayu is to Rossi. So it's very it's gonna be very difficult, you know, and, and that's definitely like like Scotty said, it's definitely gonna be one of the harder parts of this, you know? Yeah. As somebody who's excited, relatively speaking. You know, I'm like, oh this could be really cool for for all parties involved. Um the biggest downside, the biggest like bummer is the Mayu of it all because yeah, you, you just want homegirl to, to, you know, be where she wants to be and, and give it her all. Um, and it's a shame that it's unlikely to happen anytime soon. Yeah. It, it's hard for me to get fully excited about anything because of that. Um, it's why I keep like saying like, all right, we'll see where we are in a year because that's in my mind when she gets to get out. My guess is probably January. Um, that's that lines up with the year nine months. I'm gonna guess she, her contract doesn't come at the end of the year because uh, we could probably figure it out because we, because like I was saying with the Kyrie match, we know. Well, we were alerted when she signed that contract. Yeah, relatively. Yeah, so that's true. Well, she it's lost. probably a two yeah. year. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah it's gonna be a two year, Kyrie. so it would be probably towards the end of the year. Um, she agreed. She obviously Kyrie got the belt first, but mm-hmm. I'm sure she signed a new contract. She either signed a new contract. That. She signed that contract the winter. Uh, yeah. Of, so yeah, it would be sometime this upcoming winter, I would assume. Um. Yeah. yeah so that's that's the Meltzer of it all, as well as just some Maya testimony. Um. I don't plan on going on a full rundown of Fumi Saito's stuff. Who who talked about it on the uh, Pacific Probably Rim podcast? Like yeah. But I do want to note a couple things. So um, mm-hmm. one thing, this is a very small thing, but I realize that some people don't know because I was talking to Peps and he he didn't really know this. Um, Fumi alludes at one point to a girl with a hood wanting to leave, uh, <laughs> and 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 uh, <laughs> Peps Mayu is like, yeah, Peps is like, wait, but like Mayu and Ruaka wears a hood. A hood in in wrestling terms means a mask. Mm-hmm. So that means that's okay, right? That means I like it. Yeah. Uh, whether yeah. or not he's right on that, I'm, you know, I'm not gonna be like, oh, that's okay, he's leaving. But that's that's uh, what he was referring to. If you listen to his comments, um, yeah. I know I'm some people probably got like, confused. Um, I think people like, you know, we've we've heard some rumblings over the past <laughs> year or so about her, but I think people forget the connections she has obviously she's been in stardom forever yeah um under rossi's supervision so there's a connection there but there's also the connection to mayu that i can't stress enough and if and while they're not together anymore and they're different people that doesn't just change because they're in different yeah 
And I think that also plays a part. I think he also said Azumi as well, which I don't think. So really the funny thing is, talk. the funny thing is that he said, uh, you know, like they're two junior wrestlers, the the pretty girl and the one with the hood. Uh, the one that they'll probably. I was like, it's crazy that Azumi's the pretty girl. Like that. That's just very funny to me. <laughs> like, like, oh, you know, the the pretty one. It's like that doesn't really narrow it down. But no, shit, but okay, people can connect. Yeah. 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 As he uh, as he started like describing it more, it's like okay, so that's a zooming kid. Um, mm-hmm. But it was it was funny the way that like the way he described them was the girl with the hood and the pretty one. It's like yeah. he ended up calling them like, <laughs> junior wrestlers. If it was yeah, from Piero company. So um, and then a couple other things is that Fumi noted that there are that most of the schematics of the company are sorted out for Rossi. Um, he's making the belts. The logo is done. The name is done. Uh, it's all. Um, certified like because you have to certify a new company you know you have to like it, it's all it's all real you know as far as fumi Sayato knows it's all real uh it's just a matter of him announcing it and um also a couple other things is that he says six main event level wrestlers will jump and he says that five foreign wrestlers will be um working with the company uh in its in its infancy so those are notice those are notable but also like i I don't want to discredit Fumi as a source, but I'm I'm not going to take everything he says with full um I don't know what the word is. I I I'm not going to fully buy into every single thing he says. Uh just because, you know. I, I think people believe him though. I mean he has the direct... Yeah. I mean on what <laughs> I've said of the things I've said, yeah. I've I believe him on all of them. You know, like the idea yeah. that oh Kid and Azumi want to leave, but they kind of can't right now. If there's anything to fully believe him on, it's the idea of the logos and the, yeah. like that. That is essentially That's Rossi one conversation with Rossi, right? <laughs> yeah, he's like, "Oh yeah, I got her all sorted, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm cooking." That's the one thing that I would say. You know, obviously, obviously, we'll know hopefully sooner rather than later um, what everything ends up being, but I. It, I know a lot of people, when it came to that interview, they said, like, oh, what do I believe? I was like, well, I would believe probably most of the schematics because that is, uh, again, from Rossi, presumably, right? Yeah. Like, we're not, I obviously, I don't know if that conversation happened to be exact, but because everyone like, says he has a Rossi bias. Why do you think he has a Rossi bias? Because they have a relationship friends for like 40 years. <laughs> right. Like, come on, um, man. But yeah, I think, I think something like that is definitely like a obvious in comparison to something where it's like, I don't presume Fumi Saito sat down and talked with a Zoomian kid type of thing. Right. Right. Um, so like Rossi being like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm sorted out on a lot of the schematics here. Um, that's a lot more like we're gonna hear things about wrestlers until the end of March. Oh, definitely. So, and I'm excited. It's it. I I think Jordan Patu said that it's like this feels like it's like a transfer window, uh, in like a normal sport where it's like the fuck's going on. It it would be nice. This is just me. I would love if one wrestler just like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not staying. (laughs) I'm out of here. (laughs) See you later. Great. Like I like Mayu's interview with Tokyo Sports, like in the most like professional way possible, because she's still under contract. Was said that? it because she was like, <laughs> I don't know about my future. I was like, Well, there you go. Cause like 
she she does technically know what her future is. She's under contract for a year, but she's like, I, I, the moment I'm we'll out of here, I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but for now, we wait. But that's gonna be the fun of uh, going over the show from Saturday as well. Yes. Saturday, um, Sunday, Sunday. Sorry, we skipped Saturday. Well, no, we we there's a Saturday one, there's a Sunday one, and then there's a yesterday one. Um, no, sa- no, because oh, upcoming Sunday, Monday. No, this past week right. it was Sunday, Monday. Man, days don't matter. Um, That's true. It was a weekend. Yeah, there it was go. a weekend. Um, and then lastly, uh, the newest <clears throat> bit of news, as far as I know, was via the Bonacano channel um, on YouTube. She knew it. Two, two of the best, two of the best uh, interviews that she's ever dropped with Mika Takahashi, who is the youngest looking 55 year old of all time, and with Rossi Ogawa, who looks exactly 66. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so Rossi said a couple things. He said that he feels energized uh, and he's he's really excited for his next move. He says he's pretty much just waiting uh, for the right moment to publicly set things in motion. He's kind of just taking the time to relax uh, before he kind of gets right back into it. Um, noting that he is getting right back into it and he's excited uh, to continue, um, continue working. Um, he also says that because he'll be 67 in May, this will be the beginning of his last challenge in professional wrestling and that he plans as his end goal to properly pass the company on to the next generation, whatever that means. Um, I, I imagine it means like Nanai. I don't know. Like, uh, but, you know, so he's he's kind of he recognizes his age and that he's like, OK, um, I want to do this, but I also recognize that I'm going to put better plans in place to make sure that like my vision is carried forward. Um, yeah, I, I, I thought that the, what he said in the interview regarding that was really insightful. Um, I do find it interesting. That he shot on Sukaban. Me too. Yeah. Um, that was, that was wild. That was wild. But was like, yeah, I'm doing this project. He's like, yeah, it sounds like shit. I'm girl, I saw some of it. I don't know. You be easy. I don't know about all that. Um, Ross, he's such such a such a shit starter, man. <laughs> he does not give a single fuck. It's great. No, um, no, I, I like to remind everyone, you just gotta go look at the wrestler's uh documentary he did. Mm-hmm. Like Oh yeah, like, some people were like, Yeah, I don't sometimes I wonder if he actually like cares about me like at all. Um but I know he does, but like also does he? <laughs> <laughs> Who, who's to say? Um but yeah, so that's that's most of of Rossi watch. Unless you have anything that I might have missed that you know of, um, uh, that's public uh, information at least. Um, let me think. You did the Julia thing with Maya. Um, yeah, that's wild. Tam and Tam and Tam committing real original Tam. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Tam uh, was the first person to firmly announce that she will be staying. Um, yeah. While Micah and, and Mina kind of were like, oh, yeah, I, I, like, I plan on keeping this shit safe. Tam was like, oh, fuck Rossi. I'm staying, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Which was also funny because Fumi compared her to, and again, this is Fumi's opinion. Uh, it's it's not any reporting on my part. I just find it funny that he yeah. basically compared to her, her to an American when it comes yeah. to her loyalty as a, as a professional wrestler. That's and that is like the the nastiest thing you could say about about a wrestler is is man there is there is loyal as a fucking American, yeah, 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 insane. Which we all agree on, anyways. But uh, yeah, I mean, Tam staying makes sense, and it's the biggest. Mm-hmm. It's pro- 
here's the way I look at Tam's thing. To me, it is major for Bushi Road slash stardom, but she wasn't like one of the big blocks to fall in all this, right? Like mm-hmm. very important for them because she's so popular and she's the MVP and all this stuff. Like that's huge for them moving forward, especially when they have to fight through all this uncertainty. Yeah, but I I think there's like five or six people ahead of her in terms of what was important of who the, what side they pick, and that's not including Julia either. That's not including well, Mayu we don't really count because we know what she's picking. Um, <laughs> so that's kind of how I feel with Tam. Uh, that's not a shot at her, but like you know, she, she's obviously on the older side. She's teased retirement seventy five times. Like that's correct. There's a limit here, you know, um, and for them, she will be someone that they can lean on because, listen, there is now a Bushi Road mindset to booking here. And if you look at New Japan, who do they lean on? They lean on their most popular stars. That is very important for them. So Tam will be very important to them. Um, yeah, I, I think I, I was talking about it with, with someone, excuse me, that, um, I think, oh, it, it was Peps. Peps mentioned that it's like this would be a net positive for most people, for like 99% of the roster, um, in the end at least. And I said, well, it depends, because some people can definitely choose wrong, right? Yep. Um, Tam chose correctly, in my opinion. I, I think that, that, you know, as did Micah, presumably. Uh, they're I both mean, people they made who, her a world champion. Exactly. They're both people who Bushiroad really put they're backing behind um they're both people who i think rossi kind of saw as like like rossi always saw tam as like a star but not a lot of that was from bushiroad even looking back to when bushiroad purchased the company they're like okay so our first order of business is tam is the star um and that's like oh well, shit, okay well 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 things that did happen. happened well yes well no but, but even before that like when they were talking about uh who they want moving forward they included Tam and not Momo, which at the time was unheard That's of. true. That's true. Because um, right. like, there was reports that's like, okay, these are like the six people that Bushi Road is really putting their their stock into. And Tam was the sixth, and Momo wasn't in- involved. And everybody was like, wait, but Momo's like the... like, Because at that point, Momo was like a top five, top you know three star in the company. Um, so Bushi Road has always been what was behind Tam, <laughs> ultimately. Uh, I think Rossi obviously was a was a fan of Tams as well. I think he saw the profit in in her and like what she could do. But you know, those are two people, Tam and Micah, that Bushi Road will highlight more than Rossi would. Whereas someone like a like a Suzu might want to go to Rossi because I don't know if she will be as highlighted. Or Mirai is probably a better example. Um, I think Mirai is one of those people that you know Rossi likes. Uh, and would would probably put her in a decent positioning. It's very possible she loses rank um, amongst Bushiroad if she stays. Uh, and there are people like that, right? So while this would be great for the rosters, in my opinion, like it'll be really cool for the landscape overall, there are definitely correct moves and bad moves, and I think Tam and Micah both made the correct move in in this for themselves. So um, I, I think yeah. they're... And I, I talked about this on one of my shows... And I talked about this with someone, not necessarily my shows, but with people on shows. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of shows. Um, that 
while it may be a positive for many of us, like on the outside looking in, we have to recognize that like what's about to happen. There is a reality where friends will not be in the same company anymore. Uh, you know, rivals will not be facing each other anymore. While I imagine they stay together, there is a not impo- there's not is not possible that the Manami sisters do not work in the same company anymore. That's like true. I imagine they stick together, but I assume they do, but you never know. Yeah. Um, I could see any of you know maybe that that's one of the tougher ones you know because there's sisters here but ultimately like you get the point there is a lot of separation that's going to be happening that we don't fully know about yet but it's gonna it's gonna change the landscape for better or for worse but I try to pay attention to the wrestlers like actual feelings in a lot with this because we we can we can dream and hope for all these different scenarios but i am sure that this month this past month this past week um and this next month and a half is not easy for any of them and you're seeing it on these shows like they are so good like some of them are just so good at working through things obviously but that forever for every Mina there is a Mayu where mm-hmm. you see the you see the emotion on the sleeve and I think that's that's gonna be tough. It's gonna be really tough for the next month and a half. Yeah, totally. I totally agree. Um I think that is Rossi Watch twenty twenty four uh done for this week. Um obviously we'll continue to report back and, and kind of go through some of this stuff as it continues to develop because it is the biggest developing story in Joshi wrestling. So yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Scott, you're, you're in it for, you're in it for the long haul. <laughs> it's okay. Um, as long as, as long as my pitch of the Inaba is working for one of these companies happens, I am fine. Oh yeah. That, that's something that I didn't bring up. Cause we kind of, I kind of skipped over it is the, the Fuka and Taka thing kind of coming out in support of Rossi. Uh, at least the Taka thing, not as much the Fuka thing, even though they both are presidents of their respective companies. Um, I think the Taka thing kind of leads me to believe that it's very possible that the Inabas become regulars for Rossi, um, which would be sick, in my opinion. Um, Rossi clearly likes them. That's something that you kind of have to look at, is that like Rossi was in charge of New Blood and uh, not as much Showcase, but mainly New Blood and also just kind of doing Showcase. Um so you look at the people he wanted to use there a lot, and you kind of have to think it's like, huh, maybe, maybe he wants to, you know, so maybe people like the Inabas will be on his radar to kind of have on the roster. Maybe not full time. Maybe they stay with with JTO for the most part. But uh, I could definitely see him wanting them uh, around for his next venture. Hey man, you want know, just to laugh real quick? I know we're on air, but I just QT Marshall went back to AEW. <laughs> really? That's crazy. <laughs> That is crazy. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, uh, for those who want uh, Rossi to go back and start him, I don't count on that. I would. <laughs> I would love. The I mean, they had the same. They had the same criticisms. It's getting too much like New Japan. Um, yeah. Yeah. They did. Except uh, one of them was valid. One of them was. I would valid. love the Inabas to pop up, and I think going to Rossi's promotion makes a lot of sense because. I think there's going to be a lot of flexibility 
just based off of I don't know. I don't think Rossi's going to sign every talent he uses to full time contracts. I that's not what he did back in the day, mm-hmm. right? Like that's you know what many people love about stardom up until the Bushiro purchase was the amount of usage of outside talents and things like that. So I I kind of am excited and the Inaba should just be part of the promotion anyways, but that's, yeah, you hear hear there. I just, I want to see them wrestle. Okay. God, do you know how fucked up it is that, uh, it is very likely that, um, (laughs) that we will never see Sari versus Azusa or Sari versus Tomoka, which are both singles matches that have, or are happening. Are happening. Yeah. It's nuts. That's nasty. That's so stupid. God, why, why? It's 2024. Let's record things and like let people see them. God, we need just five guys mania. That's we we talked about that the other day. But mm-hmm. we need just five guys mania immediately. I mean, we watched Azusa Nava versus Nanase that lasted two minutes and twenty seven seconds, and it was great. So yeah, it was it was like hilarious how how well she was just like, okay, I'm just gonna break your leg now. Cool, cool. <laughs> She's, She's a real one. Um. Yeah. Okay, I think it's time for the review section. We're finally here. Uh, it is. We only have one show to review. The other show uh, has not gone up. The other two shows have not gone up, I should say. Um, the show we have to review is Stardom in Fuji 2024. They drew a house of 506 fans. This is a, like, a, like uh, crowd-wise, this is a really good show. I thought that the crowd felt lively for a house show. It, it, it sounded nice. Um, the Oedotai nice. family was there, uh, which is always always wonderful to see. Um, yeah, I thought the overall, like the, the atmosphere in this, in this card was, was really good, relatively speaking. Yeah. I, I think it set the tone. I don't like, I don't think any match like jumped off the page here or anything, um, because it was uh, circumstances, house show, like there's a lot to, uh, go here, but it definitely made, it, it definitely helped the, atmosphere kind of heading in because i i turned on the show and i was like oh thank god like at least the crowd's lively so that can you know that's that's if there's anything that's going to help the wrestlers it's that so that was nice to see yeah no i totally agree um i watched almost this entire show uh scotty kind of all of it oh you did watching all of it yeah um i talked myself into everything see you could not talk me into a unimon tam tag uh, that, that looks pretty good. Waka. I I saw I saw the ending sequence of it with Unimon and Micah, and I like that. But yeah, that's real. Bell to Bell, I didn't really. I, I'll give you. Well, you didn't watch it besides the end, but I will give you. I will give my thoughts on that when we get there. Okay. Um. Well, the first match was Yuzuki and Saida of Stars defeating uh Ayas. Wait, not Ayasakurai. Uh, Kararas. Wait. Uh, I fucking Karara. hate. And I hate Sakurai. how yeah that I hate how many Sakura Sakurais uh, Karara Sayakas you know there, there's it's it's all fucked um yeah Yuzuki pinned Karara Sayaka in nine minutes with the rolling arrow um hot take rookie's good dude they're so good they're really good like, yeah <laughs> half the reason I do I'm happy to do the show is just to talk about the rookies I'm not gonna lie to you like they're awesome they're awesome Karara, I, talk to I you, know. I feel like we talk we talk about this very frequently, me and you, uh, both on air and off air. That like, oh, yeah. Karara is absurdly good. 
Um, she's real. Especially to be ranked last of the bunch. I think it's um, bullshit that she's ranked last. Can I, can I say that? I think no, it's you're, bullshit. You're valid. I, <laughs> she, I think that she's, she's really... She's been like Goldberg, man. She showed out in the tag matches, whereas I don't think yeah. like even Rana has as much. Um, yeah, like, Rana, Rana really stands out. Once, and that's all that I needed. But yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think... I think since like the first month of their overall debut, Sayaka has started to be the standout between those two. But Rana still rocks, obviously. Like they're all really good. But I think I think yeah. in tag matches, Karara just really brings something. You know, like it, she brings this babyface energy that is needed yeah. sometimes. I, um, yeah, I can see this comparison on air now uh, because I said it to Alex way back. It was like after a second or first match. I think I tweeted this out. Maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. Oh, I I don't know what I did with it, but I did say it somewhere. Uh, oh, I put it in a Discord. Never mind. I didn't tweet it out. Uh, I think when, after, like, her third normal match, I looked at Sayaka and I was like, she has a underdog baby face-like ability about her that young Tam had, like, before Tam became, like, what she is you know. Now. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's going to help her a lot in getting very popular very quickly. Um I mean if she was in if she was in TGPW, she'd be fucking international champion by now. Yeah, um, exactly. Uh she she's awesome though. And like she's she, great, in this yeah. in this match she literally picked up like Yuzuki. Like I've never seen a spear hit like this before. She mm. picked up Yuzuki, moved back, and then just speared her. And I was like, yeah. I don't know why. That was awesome. She's like, get your ass up and stay right there. And then she fucking <laughs> takes her out. And the crowd uh, roared for it. <laughs> and she takes she takes punishment, man. Like Ida yeah. uh back chopped her. Yeah. Disgusting. It was her back was yeah. red for the rest of the match. It was like it was fucked. Like yeah. Karara has something. You know, she's great at selling. Um, you know, she she has that underdog babyface comeback type of thing. Uh, it's it's just a matter of like putting more moves in her moveset, and she'll she'll be real a really great like mid Carter um, before she probably moves up to being like a just great wrestler. Well, I don't know um, what you're talking about. Next year she's gonna be the Wonder Champ, based oh, off yeah. of how the roster's gonna be. <laughs> now, what's what's the comparison to AJW? It would be like <laughs> she like the Momoi Nakanishi. <laughs> That's pretty sick. You know, where it's like, it's like, they're like, yeah, she's really good. But like, you know, like, uh, we don't really yeah. need to use her that much. And then they're like, we need her to win everything now, immediately. Um, Between her and Yuzuki, it's like unfair that they also have Hanako and Rana. Yeah. And, and Yuzuki was obviously great in this, but, you know, shouldn't need praise as much. Yeah. Yuzuki's good, good you know, like everybody, everybody <laughs> knows that. Um, after the match, my Sakurai starts talking shit to Wingori, um, as, as you do, they were building to the new blood tag that's happening this weekend and Sakurai kicked Ida out of the ring before Hanan said, but she won. Like she, she won the match. And then my Sakurai yeah. says, I don't care. Go leave. And Ida just is like, fine, whatever, bitch, I guess, <laughs> I guess I'll leave. Um, which I found very funny. Cause like Hanan was like, but she, but <laughs> That's how this works. What? Fair like, well, point. Yeah, whatever. Fair point. <laughs> Very but, fair. But uh, this, this is this is the my Sakurai way. She gets to do her promo, and we mm. we accept it. 
You know, if she doesn't leave, my Sakurai does have a chance of actually winning the Cinderella. <laughs> like, we were making jokes about it at one point. Uh, <laughs> but we'll see. Um, or she'll go with Rossi and win whatever his version of the Cinderella is. Um, anyway, moving forward, it was a triple threat match. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> moving forward, it was a triple threat match. Mom Watsonabe defeated Lady C with the B-Driver in eight minutes. Uh, the other participant was Mirai. Um, Mirai was vibing on this. Yeah, show. Mirai was vibing. Lady C was was you know doing her bits and shit. Uh, she was she was having a good time. Momo not having a good time, but she no she did dap up the Oedotai family. To be fair, um, she did, she did. Yeah. But like, so she did like her entrance right, and mm. I sent you the screenshot of her face because like once that stopped and like everyone else started to come out, she just had like this absolute like the state i don't know she looked pissed she looked pissed and i was like oh um obviously like we we all think momo going would make the most sense right like let's yeah. let's be honest i'm not gonna say it for every wrestler on the show but like there are a couple that one makes too much sense right yeah it make, um, makes too much sense for it to be like I have not heard even like an inkling of a of a clue of anything to do with her. Like it's it's yeah. like she wasn't in the the match, the big match, the four on four match, obviously. But like there's the problem. Yeah, no, I guess that's true. But it it just it just feels like Momo is probably the biggest. Like she's going right. She, yeah, she, like right. Besides like, Mayu, it's like that. It, this makes the most sense. Yeah, right. And it's yeah. I don't know. Um, I uh, hope that I hope that we start finding out some names soon enough, and we don't have to wait another month and a half to find out. She was anything. going though, by the way, like in the ring. She was. Going. Oh yeah. Um, I was very happy. And that's a, that. that's another part of it is that like I feel like a lot of wrestlers um just kind of like have mm. the the Iceman to them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, if Seriano was in this company like full time, uh, <laughs> we would never be able to read her face to know whether or not she fucking wanted to kill Rossi Ogawa or if she wanted to kill Taro Ogawa. Like we just wouldn't be able to know. We would just have it's to assume that she does. Utami. Yeah, exactly. Like, like there are people like Momo, like, like Utami, like, um, like Ano, right. Who was just like, mm-hmm. they, they, they're just stone cold. You know what I mean? Yeah. Talking Steve Austin. Um, match itself was all right. It was it was okay. I had a good time with it. Yeah, it was all right. I, I, I didn't mind it. Special. Um, Momo won, and she hit the pose as she does. Um, yeah, and like I said, Mariah was having herself a time. Uh, she, I found so like if anyone watched her entrance, she like got in the face of someone's camera that was taking pictures of everyone that's like her favorite bit and so and i found the post of it and it's hilarious oh you gotta send that to me i will i will i was like that is hysterical it's just like the biggest close-up ever and she's just absolutely cheesing i was like you know this is this is one wrestler that if you're a fan of hers i think she's gonna help a lot during this next whenever like this i i won't even say month and a half because then there's the part where people are gone where it's like all right here we go and there's the part where a lot of wrestlers probably have longer contracts you know like exactly Exactly. like i I was i was talking about that as well sorry to jump back to it but like suzu and may sarah uh signed their contracts at the end of april so there's no way they're getting out in 11 months you know what i mean like right right I, i don't think that's how that would work you would think not, right? You would, you would, <laughs> but again, all of this is so like we're just guessing, 
Yeah, pretty much. Anyways, <laughs> but but my expectation is that again, not every contract is expiring at the end of March. That would be <laughs> foolish of Bushiro to ever let that happen. So. Which is also why I think like looking at losses too heavily is is kind of not the smartest way to go about this. I know, like I, I love doing Julia. that. Like, oh well, yeah, but Julia's Julia. Julia <laughs> won the main event today. Um, she did, which was so a little yeah. shocking. But you know, I have. My that's just how that's just how fifty fifty works. You know, we'll we'll talk about it next week, right? Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that's why I'm kind of like eh, about like even like looking at losses too uh much even though there's one loss on the show that I was like huh that's mm-hmm. interesting but they kind of did 50 50 uh, this company is is their booking patterns off the bat are become are quite noticeable um and we'll talk about that later i'm sure um but yeah my one that match next up was uh the team of who won this match uh oh yeah Micah and Waka of EXV um, defeated Unimon and Tam Nakano. Micah defeated Yuna with the Enka Toshi in 11 minutes. Homegirl couldn't even take take her out with the Angel Killer. That's crazy. Um, yeah, no, I think Micah and Yuna have some good stuff together. Uh, I, I think they're a cool combo. I think they do the Haas stuff. And Micah brings the best out of Yuna. I feel like Yuna is someone who sometimes you want a bit more out of. And when she's against the right person, she you get more out of and i think yeah. mike is one of those people so i really like the closing stretch i didn't watch the the you know opening stuff much you didn't watch anything that involved tam just say it um tam or waka um i, I don't waka even was just, like i don't even barely in this match by the way like yeah. <laughs> i don't remember her being in this match when i watched the whole thing it's that's always super fun we watched the that astronauts match where it was just like this is just a this is a handicap match. <laughs> that <laughs> motherfucker is not getting in the ring. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so here's my take on Micah versus Tam, which mm. by the way is a very smart feud for them to run with right Where now. Where do you think they're running it? I think they're gonna hold it at this point to Boontai. Because I just don't see what else they would be running. Yeah. But the issue but- is, is- Go ahead, go, go, go ahead. Because, well, the issue is, is that it's February. Um, yes. <laughs> that, that is a big issue, but we know these two are staying. And mm-hmm. in many ways, they might be the two, because for all we know, they might be the two to lead with out of this mess yeah. for this company. Um, I will say this about the match itself. Uh, they are going to have a, they're either going to have a excellent match and I'll tell you why, or a match that absolutely misses the, misses everything. And yeah. it, it all comes down to styles. I'm going to assume that they wrestled Micah's match. They wrestled Micah's match in this tag match and they did really well. Mm. If they wrestled Tam's match, it ain't going to go well because I don't see Micah being able to do that. And Tam's just gonna go overboard, probably. Um, anyways, but yeah, I mean, there's we, no, we look really... at it. Some of the best Tam matches ever have been the Utami ones, and they were all Utami style mm. matches. You know what right. I mean? It's, um, it's when yeah. Tam plays ball with the other style. The Saya matches, for example, the last one that they did um, at World Climax that I remember. Not yeah, the, that was good. In, 
not the injury, obviously. Uh, I I think that one was great because they went with the Saya match, and that's what they're gonna have to do with Micah's reign, as they should, because she's the world champion. But that remains to be seen. Yeah, um, we'll also see if if they default back uh, once the tides get tough. Yeah. You know, what I mean, um, wouldn't be shocked if but- Pam won the belt. My issue, and this is, I know a lot of people will kind of come down on me for being like, oh, it's it's too early to kind of tell this. My issue is that there are things that they're definitely doing that are more New Japan-esque, oh, which I'm 100%. okay with, but the issue is still the schedule. Um, the reason New Japan works is because they work in tours, right? Mm-hmm. So you can, you can work a tour, you could have all of these house shows that are kind of, you know... Um, preview tags and pretty similar to the show that happened the day before it but then you know if if it's a three week long tour once a week twice a week there's this there's a big show you know maybe not like a huge show but like a, a sizable show where stuff actually happens um the issue with this is that they do two shows a week every weekend um and it's going to come to a point where not much is actually fucking happening <laughs> you know what i mean like as we said, it's not unlikely that they hold this Micah Tam feud out until Buntai. And if not, still, the earliest they could run it is uh, five weeks from now. It's five weeks yeah. of this this match, pretty much. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's mm-hmm. that's uh, difficult, you know, to, to kind of work. So I'm hoping that they either find their own groove of how to kind of book these things um, or... And I know people would not be fans of this, or they went with the tour approach where they're like, okay, this is like a bunch of shows over um, over three weeks. They get a week off, a bunch of shows over three weeks, get a couple weeks off, you know, like that type of gimmick instead of yeah. um, just, you know, a pay-per-view every couple months and every single weekend is a preview to that pay-per-view basically. Or the Corkins, which obviously... Uh, oh, I forgot to do the news, like the actual news. Um, <laughs> that's fucked. But we'll get into the news after we do the review. Um, but yeah, you know, like the Corican, uh, for example, they're building to these Corkins, which is cool. But I don't know. It's it's. I have some pause about how we're going to be doing these the scheduling going forward. Even though they've reduced the schedule, I still wonder if they're maximizing the potential of this roster with their schedule. Well, what it is telling you is that you don't have to watch everything. This is true. Um, it because you know with the New Japan shows they don't even air some of them, right? Like, yeah, I'm suffering this week as Fantastic Mania is not airing in me too. <laughs> three me too. shows. Like, it's stupid. Kind of angers me, but it's part of it's part of the New Japan system where okay, we're gonna run. Lij versus um, just five just guys. five guys seventy five times and it's for the crowds. It's not for us. It's not for us to watch. And I think that's kind of what I'm starting to adjust to mm-hmm. moving forward. Which is okay, this- but I think they need to they need to optimize it better. I think some wrestlers uh, are better fit in a revolving system. If that mm-hmm. makes sense, I, it's it's the difference between a Puro and a or a New Japan and a Joshi. And I think it's gonna get very tiring 
very quickly. Um, but hopefully, hope the hope is right that when the championship comes around, they're going to be awesome. That's the one thing you kind of hope with. If you if you give these wrestlers so many chances to work through things and whether it just be hitting each other as hard as they can, it's I guess it's better than no prep like we had all of last year, right? Like we had nothing yeah. instead. So there's different ways to look at it. And that that was an interesting thing is that last year, I think last year was when they noticed that these house shows don't matter, <laughs> and that's why they put so many tournaments in. Right. And they elongated the mm-hmm. tournament schedules. Right. Yeah. So I imagine that's a big part of it. And now this year without and I know everybody hated the Triangle Derby, but without the Triangle Derby, um, a lot of these house shows are just prelude tags to a match that's happening three weeks from now. You know, what I mean, mm-hmm. and, like that, that that becomes the issue when you don't have uh, that tight tournament schedule that they were running last year, which I personally, despite the injuries in the five star, which was obviously an issue, I thought that like the way that they did their tournaments where it's like the tournaments are the big deal. I appreciate that. I think that's like, I appreciated that felt like it had direction, you know, where it's like, it felt like they were telling us, okay, tournaments are what matter. And it's like, okay, I can accept that. Whereas I think now I'm a little bit more like, okay, so what, so just the pay-per-views that happen every other month, uh, matter. And that's not as, you know, there's, Again, this is all early criticisms, but it, it's just a thought that I was like, I wonder how they can kind of work this into making just a generally more entertaining schedule while also not working these wrestlers to death. You know, there's got to be a middle ground. Yeah. And we ha- we also have to recognize we have uh, first-time bookers here. Correct. So the, the obvious thing for them to do is just follow to Japan. Right. Wait. Like, so wait, wait. 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 Actually, I think you're discrediting someone. Um, because oh, Taro Kata don't do this. Taro Kata was a booker. Um, yeah. he he was a booker, and he was known as as um, Rough Dick, I believe. Oh my god. I I, I believe it was. Don't I, ask I ble- me. I, I Steve O. Rough Dick. Yes, that was his. That was his wrestling name. Oh, um, good. Yeah. Uh, I, I asked in the Discord who you got between Super Strong Manager Machine, which was Rossi Ogawa, because he was a manager at one point, and uh, Steve-O Ruftik. And a lot of people were, were choosing the machine, uh, which is valid. Um, <laughs> moving forward, by a lot of people, I mean like the two other people in this recording Discord. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's me, Alex, Valka, and James. Like, that's it. <laughs> um <laughs> Next match was Queen's Quest uh, versus God's Eye. Uh, Miyu, uh, Amasaki, Sayakamitani, Izumi, and Utami Hayashishta defeated Shuri, Amisore, Saki Kashima, and Rana Yagami. Miyu won over Rana in 14 minutes with the Go to Heaven, Tensei, um, whatever you want to call it. Uh, this was fun. This was the first match that I was like, this is good. This is, this is a good match. Um, not great, but it was a good match. Um, uh, Azumi made uh, Ami look like a million Yuzuki? bucks. No, you're right. Yeah, you're right. No, you're right. Like, this actively. I was like, damn, Ami needs to wrestle Azumi more, because she actually looks, like, great right now. <laughs> you, heard, you, you just hurt yourself, right? You don't You don't actually want that to happen. No, but for Ami, you know I do, but as a, as a fan, uh, I don't. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, yeah, you know who's going to start taking losses if that happens. and uh, we don't We don't want that. 
we don't want that. I I agree with you though. I think I think oftentimes with these two teams, you kind of just expect that. Even mm-hmm. with my doubts, amongst others, like the Queen's Quest team just always makes everyone look better. Yeah. Um, as Osmi did with Ami Saray. Uh, nothing here. Like I think the sometimes the best thing I could say about a match is like. There's not necessarily anything that stood out to me like a lot, but it was just a good watch, like an easy, yeah. good watch. I thought Amasaki looked good in the end. Um, Miu has gotten I, a similar buff to Hanako with the rookies yes. coming in because uh, yes. she just has like this. I wish it wasn't overused, and I say this every week, but she has a sort of aura, uh, this sort of like vibe to her that's just like above others, right? Like it, yeah. it's. She has the Queen Queen's Quest vibe, in fact, uh, kind of yeah, for, for the first time. I, I don't think she's ever really had that before. Um, she's kind of like gotten a vibe of what she's meant to be, kind of. Um, and I think that's really well, she done more for stardom. She's gonna benefit a lot. Oh yeah, I mean she's. I like her. If, I think she. If she stays, and if Azumi's, if Azumi's stuck there at least through whenever Fumi says she's probably line, maybe. Yeah, O2 line might be tag champs. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I love O2 line, so that's okay with me. I think they're sick, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, obviously. I have, like, <laughs> nothing to say about the God's Eye team. I thought everyone looked fine. Shuri Sur- did well Shuri opposite really Sai and Azumi. I think it was Azumi. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. That's all oh, and Sai was beating the fuck out of Rana for a bit. I was like, damn, <laughs> she's <laughs> sniffing this kid. <laughs> yeah, she was. That's crazy. Saya. Saya was uh, very lively on the show, as she often is, which, yes. again, as someone that's over-analyzing every emotion on these shows, it's nice to see the ones that are very uh, positive and bright, which Saya, of course, was. Yes, correct. Um, next up was <sighs> the team of Mina Shirakawa, Hanako Ueda, and the returning Xena. Defeating the stars team of Hanan, Mayu, Utani, and Hazuki. Xena defeated Hazuki with a touch of thunder in 17. Who the fuck decided to. Oh my god. Wait. Oh my god. Wow. I didn't even notice that. They increased all of the time limits. Oh, they did? Yeah. To what? 30? 20. Oh, uh, so they made Because they were all 15 30. until. Until the main yeah. event. Now now the yeah, the main event is still thirty. The main event is thirty and then uh, these are twenty. That sucks. Because mm. um, I was like, damn, this is going a long ass time for a, I like for the a match, semi-main event. Oh yeah, it was a good match, but I was just like It was my damn. favorite match of the show, which probably isn't that shocking. But uh Yeah. The only thing I have to say about this match is that watching Mayu's entrance it was broke rough. me. It broke me when she got in the ring and she like, she just like, she she took it in, and like the way she threw the ball, and I was like, this sucks, man. I hate this. Like, I can't do this for another year. <laughs> I can't do this. Um, yeah. But her and Mina did really good, so that's the bright spot. Like you know, like they're building towards their match, and part of me is hoping. Maybe Mina's energy can help, if that makes sense. Because, like, Mina's very positive. Obviously, she tried to tell me Stardom was fine. 
Starman ain't fine, but you know you got to cut the promo. You can't be like I pre- I prefer the Oedo Tai way of going. This is true. Stardom is, true. is stardom is fucked, but we got this. <laughs> Shiver. It's <laughs> great. That, see, that's fair. That's that's the reality. Um, but yeah, uh, it was it was tough. Like I I it was hard for me to focus for like the first five minutes because I just it kept replaying in my head. But uh, Zia looked good in her return, so. I think that's probably the main takeaway. Like she didn't. I don't think she wrestled much after leaving Stardom. She hasn't wrestled at all, as far as I know. She might have wrestled a match, but she wrestled on TNA's Showcase, actually. Mm. Ah, sorry, Impact Wrestling at the time Showcase. So how yeah, I was gonna you? say she might have had like two matches. Yeah, I think she had like two. At least that were recorded. I mean, she could have wrestled in some Australian company that I've never heard of. That but even Cage so, Cage Match, match yeah. Exactly. But um, I'm going to assume that didn't happen. But I will say Xena is quite good. I, I've, I've always been of that opinion for the most part. Um, not always. At first, I was like, okay, she's kind of slow. But she always had something to her. Uh, yeah. Not like, okay, easy. Um, <laughs> she always had something to her. I always thought, oh, she chops well. You know, she hits pretty hard. Um, I was like, oh, she's she's, she's competent. Yeah, she's strong. She, she uh, immediately showed competency. And then by the time she was like leaving, I was like, "Oh, she's like good. She's like a good wrestler." Yeah. Um, and so I'm happy she's back. She did very well. Her and Mina did the dance, and Hanako reprised her role as the bouncer. That awesome. Um, that, that it's, it's still, I love that. Yeah, I, I love, I love Hanako as the bouncer. Um, I think it's sick. And yeah, I thought that um, you know, Hanan loves fighting white women, and she's good at it. So you know, she is good at all it. her. Uh, I think Hanan's Zina's... good. That was actually one well, of the big true. takeaways from this match is that Hanan's good. Hanan's very good, and she, she is to me one of the biggest gets. I'm gonna keep doing this. I said I wasn't gonna keep doing. It. I'm gonna keep okay. doing it. She will be one of the biggest gets for either Stardom or Rossi when it's all said and done because she is coming to her own now. And and I imagine ready. both of them really want her. You would hope so, because like <laughs> I. Um, she just is like so. She's positioned as like the next up, you know. What I mean, like, yeah. yeah. And I think she's like grown into that role so immediately. Um, mm-hmm. and especially again, I was I was talking to to Peps about this. Uh, Pe- Peps and I have been talking absurd amounts because he is always texting me about like the smallest things that happen. Um, but we were talking about it. That's like. Bushiroad likes positioning heels very well. Um, so a Hanan Ruaka feud, if they can stay together wherever they go, uh, it, it would work either place, right? Because um, obviously Hanan Ruaka, the feud started under Rossi. It started years ago. Um, but then as well, Bushiroad probably likes a Ruaka to mirror Hanan as Hanan starts to move her way up. You know, I, I think that's probably something they would be interested in. So, you know, Hanan has the keys to the kingdom wherever she goes, it feels like. Um, it's just a matter of, you know, her making her choice. But yeah, I thought this match was very good. Um, Hazuki got her ass beat, tagged out, and then tagged back in and got pinned. Um, nasty. Just hated that. Nasty. Um That was the one where I was like, okay, homegirl's gone, right? <laughs> but they... they <laughs> They uh on the Corkin show, I think they paid it back, kind of, but not oh, enough I'm to where I'm still. Mayu got uh, pinned. It was nasty. 
No, but it was an elimination, wasn't it? Yeah, she got pinned. Yeah, but uh, to be fair, I think it was her. Ver- I think it, I think it was her versus Micah and Mina at one point. So I guess it's not correct. That bad. <laughs> Which is wait a second. On you say that out loud, that's tough. I think this might actually. I think it is worse than you think it is. Uh, yeah so so they won two to zero so mina and micah both survived okay i mean again that's not so it's not that it doesn't it doesn't make it doesn't make mayu look bad but it just makes the team look bad yeah Yeah. which stars is so much better but at, at the same time in in the history we can't overlook this part in the history of stardom Going with the new faction isn't a crazy thing to do. No, no, not at all. So, I I look at it that way too. But I like to get a, a little over dramatic, I guess. As do I. Um, homegirls leaving tomorrow. Um, that's my own dra- over dramatization. That's not true. That's a uh, fake news that I just per- perpetrated. Um, perpetrated. Yeah, uh, it was fun, and then Mina talked about how she's gonna protect Stardom, and like you know, Stardom's fine. Uh, please don't, please don't think about it. Stop. I'm here. Hi, you know all that stuff. Um, yeah, and then Zeno was like, "Hey, I'm back." By the way, hi guys. And they closed the show, even though there was a main event after the match. <laughs> this was the semi main yeah. event. Yeah, I thought I watched him in the wrong order. So did I. I was very confused. Um, okay, and the main event, as I was speaking of was the Ueda Tai team of Natsuko Tora, Ruaka, and Starlight Kid, defeating the unaffiliated team of Julia, Suzuki, and Meisera. Natsuko defeated Julia after uh, like a finisher onslaught, including a bat hit from Momo Watsunabe uh, that was all followed up by a big swanton bomb. Natsuko wins the match. Um, I like this match as well. I, I don't really like this pairing, as everybody knows. Um, I, I didn't I don't find a lot of the pairings in this match on paper very interesting, but I thought that everybody did pretty good work. Um, Ruaka, uh, I love Ruaka. I think Ruaka's sick. Um, she wasn't in this match a ton, but I'm happy that she kind of she got a win for once. <laughs> like that was sick, even though it wasn't like her. Um, and yeah, I thought it was it was a solid match. How do you feel? Uh, I like the chaos of the match. And I think that's kind of very fitting of the Julia Suzu Maysara team. Um, it's really weird because when I would watch house shows, obviously before the news hmm. and everything, you know, Suzu and Maysara would be the ones that jumped out to me. But I'm so laser focused on like everyone else right now <laughs> for like mm-hmm. different reasons, obviously, that I just like. I didn't notice I was watching a May Sarah and Suzu match until like halfway through. I was like, oh, hold on. Hold on. This, I should be this enjoying usually, this more. <laughs> this is usually my highlight of the night. What is yeah. happening? And and obviously they did great work. That was not a shock. And I I was looking at them because they made their entrance and they did a pose. And I was like, man, this would have been so cool if like this was DDM at one point <laughs> and not the 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 final year of it, which was not the Bari what Bari is Bombers. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, one, one point that I do it. need to I need to point out is that uh, when the crowd ball, brawling began, May Sarah tried to crawl under the ring, and <laughs> Momotsunabe just grabbed her leg like, "Nah, you ain't you ain't getting away." <laughs> uh, 
And I found that's that real. so funny. Um, Ray Sarah is a great character worker. Um, she's a great worker in general, but I also think that she just like has such great like such a great mind for like I don't know. She's so she has great comedic timing. She has great just uh, she's she's great. Um, and yeah, that was a fun match. Um, like I said, Natsuko defeated Julia, and after the match, she said, "Hey, I, I challenged you for the strong belt. By the way, I don't know if you heard, but uh, now that I beat you." I'm setting the date, so we're doing that next week. And so they're doing that on Quarkin this upcoming weekend. Um, furthermore, Ruaka, yeah, live uh, for twenty dollars, something like that. It's fifteen. Uh, like, yeah, it's like fifteen. Uh, you know, Koguma's back on it though. Koguma is also back. That is, that is also a news bit. Uh, you know, we'll we'll go through this later. Um, <laughs> I say later. Hey, you're, we're already. Hey, you're learning already. how to host this all the time. Yeah, we're I'm le- learning on the job. Um, afterwards, Rocka grabbed the mic and was like, "Hey, me and Kid are gonna be wrestling on Fantas. What's it called? Fantastic Kid, what's it called? Media? I don't know. That's what she said. That's I what know, she I said. Know, I, know. I, know. <laughs> I was awesome. Which was awesome. She's like Fantas. <laughs> I don't remember the name, but I'm gonna be working there. It's gonna be New Japan, and then start the kids. He's like, yeah, Fantastica Mania. It's we're gonna be on Fantastica Mania. on a New Japan show. She's so real. That's the thing. Uh, and we're going to talk about a spot she did in at the Corrigan show that I saw online. Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, can we just preview the show? No, Alex kills. us. Um, what the hell yeah, is so, there? Alex is gone for a month and a half. Yeah, but Alex is still editing the show. So I don't care. He could, he could just not upload it. Nah, won't do that. That's too far. But, yeah, he, he, he lose the... Yeah, but... um. So basically, Kid was like, yeah, we're going to be wrestling on Fantastica Mania. Yeah, yeah. And Natsuko closed the show saying, stardom is not safe. It is not even slightly secure, but a way to tie is taking over. Shiver in your sleep, baby. Which, shiver in your sleep, coolest fucking catchphrase I've ever heard. I love it so much. Uh, I, I think I think this, like, this top heel just, like, saying, have nightmares. <laughs> like, like, I will be in your nightmares is, like, insane. So shouts out to Natsuko Tora and shouts out to Awaito Tai. I thought they did well on the show overall. Um, but yeah, that's the Fuji show. It's the biggest chunk of our review because the rest was not up. Um, Yay, who doesn't love results? Woo! On the 12th of February, Stardom was in Toyohashi. Toyohashi? Toyohashi 2024. Correct. Um, they got a crowd of 339 fans. Um, Sold out. Also... Yeah, that that's a good number for uh for a house show such as this. Um, Not the first match the poster. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's how you get butts and seats. Um, unironically, <laughs> unironically, uh, the first match was Suzu Suzuki defeating um Yuzuki in nine minutes fifty four seconds with best the, thing that Taro Okada booked with the Dolphin Buster. Is that the the half Nelson? I think. Yeah. 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 That's cool. That's crazy um, as you want with that. Sounds like a cool, a cool match. Uh, next up was a three-way match. It was Saki Kashima defeating Lady C with the Revival. The other participant was Hazuki. This match lasted 7 minutes 45 seconds. It was at this point that I was like, okay, Homegirl is definitely gone. <laughs> 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 yeah, um, I, I remember when the result came up and I sent it to you and Xavier. I was like, Oh, like Like, she couldn't even win this one. What is one thing? But Lady C and Saki Kashima, like, 
I, I it is a bit that Hazuki always gets left out of the the finishes in triple mm-hmm. threat matches. Like that is like a, a recurring theme that's happened yeah. in in recent times. But still, I was kind of like, huh, that's mm-hmm. a choice. Um, next up was a match between Oedotai and EXV. Um, Starlight Kid and Ruaka defeated. Wakasukiyama and Micah. Uh, Ruaka defeated Waka with the freezer bomb. That's 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 the real shit right there. That's real. Hell yeah. Well, yeah. In a twist of the century, it is a waiter tie that benefits the most. <laughs> but like I said, they Bushiro does like heels. Yeah, they do. As we know. Um at least Very these true. ones are better than Bushiro's for the most part. Um, you hear that, Davey? Hey, hey, have you hey, heard that? I immediately said maybe not the house. You know, I think the house has its has its qualities. Um, house always wins. The house does always win. Um, it is so sick that Ruaka in 2024 got a pinfall win over a te- in a two on two match against the world champion. That's all I want to say. <laughs> like, I know it wasn't over her, but like, it's you know the 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 smaller the match is, the more meaningful it is. In mm-hmm. in a sense, so it's really funny that Ruaka got a pinfall in a match that was against the world champion. That's all I'm saying. Um, shouts out to uh, the Kappa. No, I mean the monster. Um, that's an old one. That's for the old heads out there. Uh, the the Kappa monster gimmick. But uh, next up was a four on four match. It was once again God's Eye versus uh, uh, Queen's Quest. Um, it was Ronnie Agmi, Ami Sore, Mirai, and Shuri. Defeating Miyu Amasaki, Saya Kamatani, Azumi, and Utami Hayashishita. Uh, Shuri defeated Miyu Amasaki with a sleeper hold. Damn. She oh, loves man. knocking the homegirl out. That's crazy. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> if, if I had a nickel for every time that Shuri held Miyu Amasaki in her hands as she passed out, as she was passed out, I would have two nickels. Which isn't a lot, but it's, it's kind of funny it happened twice. Um, yeah, the fact that you have two is enough for me. Yeah, exactly. Ten cents, ten cents on that. That's kind of a, that's kind of wild. Um, the next match was Unimizumori and Tamnakano of Cosmic Angels defeating Kurasayaka and is that May Sarah and May Sarah? Um, oh, oh. <laughs> you know what's crazy? After this match, this is when Sayaka was like, "Hey, can, can I join?" Tam beat her with the fucking violet shooting. That's rough. That move, that move hasn't beat anybody in like four years. <laughs> no, no, it hasn't. Um, and yeah, Sayaka Karara killed her career by joining the Cosmic Angels. <laughs> no, no, no. No, I know she's she's definitely way better off at Cosmic Angels than anywhere else. Um, yeah. right now, but this gives her a chance to be popular too. Oh yeah, I mean one hundred percent. Um, just like on a on a principal level, this is great for her. Uh, you know what's crazy? Mm. Sayaka Karara is better than Mina and Unagi were when they joined the group. Yeah, probably. feel pretty good about that. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm not saying now before anyone's like, hey. No, no. I'm saying when they well, join. Unagi was a great seller, but she was bad at everything That's true. Else. That's true. Uh, I think, yeah, I think Karara overall has a better. Yeah, no, you're right. Um. She hits spears like Goldberg again. Yeah, neither of them were. Can't beat that. Um, The next match was a bout between. um, Is this Oh My Julia? It is Oh My Julia versus uh, Oedotai XL. 
Um, somebody won and somebody wait did it somebody win and lose? Somebody uh, no, it was a double ring out. After yeah. sixteen minutes, I'm. What the fuck? This is what I mean. This is, this, like, I know it's just a principle, and I know people are going to be like, oh, there's no time limit draws anymore because it's 20 minutes. This is what we get. We get an extra minute and a half for a double ring out. Okay. Um, next up was the main event. It was uh, the Stars team of Hanan, Saeeda, and Mayu Utani defeating the EXV team of Hanako, Saeeda. Wait, no, what? What? Why'd you say Saida? Because it, it's it, it's all no, I know it's all out of order. Uh, uh, it's it's Mayu defeated Hanako, defeated Hanako, Zena, and Mina Shirakawa. Um, when I translated it, it translated like in a weird way. Um, yeah, Hana won with the blockbuster hold over Hanako Ueda. Uh, after the match, even though they lost, Hanako's like, "Hey, I still want that belt," and they're like, "Okay." Uh, so that's that's what happened there, uh, word for word. That that was not paraphrasing. <laughs> um, yeah. So so Hanako and and Waka officially threw down the challenge for the new blood belts. Though there is a a challenger challenging team before them set up for this upcoming weekend. Um, mm-hmm. And the last show we have to to review... oh hey 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 Han announced Koguma was back. Oh yeah, Koguma's coming back. That that's what Han Han said was because Han got to close the show. Uh, she said, hey, Kokomo, she's back, yay. Yeah, again, word for word. Um, then, <laughs> earlier today, there was a Stardom, Cork, and Hall show. Um, Stardom and Cork and Hall, 2024, February 1. That's It's not February 1st. Uh, don't know why. Like, I know there's a second one that's happening, but they could have come up with a better name than that. Uh, I'm, just a, I'm just a criticizer, though. Notably, um, wasn't live. Yeah, notably was not live. Uh despite despite some believing it was, uh some being told it was not live, unfortunately. Uh they even though, specified that and when they tweet and when they put out the article today, it was not live. That was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> that was really funny. Um uh It's okay. I didn't really need the show to be live. No, I know. I, I I was thinking of like a joke to make that wouldn't be too bad, but I'll, I'll just move on. Um, yeah, the, the card was all right. Uh, the first match was a singles match between Mirai and Rana Yagami. Mirai won in eight minutes and thirty four seconds with the Scorpion leg lock. Yeah, but it's like a seated Scorpion leg lock. Uh, yeah. She, hey, she knows she knows things are tiring. She said, "Let me shout out." You know, it's a real shame that she doesn't use on. the Haas of Pain, um, because then she'd have all of the Team Angle guys, all of their moves. That'd be awesome. She I, I, also the Haas of Pain is just a sick move, so she should do that. She um, she should just keep like taking moves from like all these really oh sick wrestlers. Fuck, maybe my Sakurai is leaving. <laughs> the next match was. Was Unimizumori defeating my Sakurai with the Tropicana? Damn, that's crazy. <laughs> well, these people I have didn't. a championship match in two days. Um, yeah, so Oof. cool. Um, the next match was Utami Hayashista defeating Lady C with the German Suplex. Um, 
yeah, Des- El Desperado was rooting for Lady C to do her best, um, <laughs> as was Utami Hayashishta. And yeah, you know, uh, an, an, an expected win for Utami over Lady C, but they are tag team partners, so I imagine this is probably pretty fun, at least uh, in nine minutes. I imagine Why didn't no one tell me Julian, May Sarah, and Suzu dropped an album cover? Oh, yeah. That's the greatest the, picture ever. Picture. Probably should have used that for the, but they are so, uh, there's nothing going on. I'm going to be real. They're awesome. Shut up. They're awesome, but they're not going to be on the cover of the of this week's episode because, like. You know who is? Oh, wait a tie. Ruaka. I was going to say, you probably do because I don't. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, I, I put Oedotai because the Starlight Kid and Ruraka thing, and also the Natsuko thing, and also the... Yeah, big week for them. For yeah, sure. So, you know. Um, the next match was Oedotai, uh, the Oedotai team of Fukigen Death, uh, Rina, and... Uh, is that Ruraka? Who else is... In, yeah, and Ruraka defeating the Queen's Quest team of Miyu Amasaki, Sai Kamtani, and Izumi. Uh, Rina defeated Miyu Amasaki with the double knees from the top rope, the Chris Wolf knees. Um, that's an interesting result. Don't know what that tells yeah. me. But uh, uh-huh. one, one thing that I saw on Twitter that was very funny is that uh, Azumi was running, was got in there with Raka and was running routes with her. Like she was just like running circles around her and Raka's mm-hmm. just blown up on the ground and Azumi just yells, and you think you could deal with luchadors? You gotta get better than that, and I found that so funny. As <laughs> we just like wrestled circles around her, uh, and you know bumped her, and then she's like, "Come on, I thought you were, I thought, I thought you were gonna be wrestling luchadors. You gotta, <laughs> what you doing here?" Uh, and that's a that's a great bit from Azumi. You know, the fastest wrestler on earth, luchadoras. luchadoras, yeah. But you know, Oedo um, Tai winning the the weakest Oedo Tai team possible. Defeating Sai Kamatani and Izumi is interesting. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not going to say anything more. I don't know anymore, but it's interesting. I mean, this is going to be the show until people leave. <laughs> You're going to be like, yeah. huh, interesting. And I, it is funny that Oedo Tai keeps winning, though. Like, that is just like the like, one. And the weakest Oedo Tai team, too. Yeah. The one constant of this entire run of shows is that they just keep winning <laughs> they notably lost their bigger match on the show but i digress yeah but yeah they'll pay that back um next up was sakura's first outing as a cosmic angel it was uh sakikashima shuri and amisore defeating sayaka karara suriano and tamnakano um Saki Kashima won with the oh no Shuri won with the sleeper hold. I was gonna say there's no way Saki Kashima won with the sleeper hold. Um yeah, so so Shuri's just been just been choking motherfuckers out. Uh that has been her MO since the since the Rossi uh departure, and I find that very funny. Um again, that is not me drawing any any correlation. I just find that cool. Uh that she's like, you know what, I think it's time for me to start choking motherfuckers out. Like that's that's real. Um next up Unless you have anything to say about Shuri choking motherfuckers out. It's Beast. It is Beast, I agree. Um, next up was a 5-on-5 five five elimination match. Um, 
EXV, Zena, Hanako, Wakasukiyama, Mina Shirakawa, and Micah defeated the stars team of Yuzuki, Hazuki, Hanan, Ida, and Mayu Iwatani. Um, looking at looking at some of these uh, eliminations real quick, and I think they're all on the English Twitter. Yeah, I'm on the the roster page thingy. I got you. I got you right here. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. All right. So Ida eliminated Waka after hitting a lariat. Yeah. By pinning her. Oh my God! It was all pinning. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Oh, there was one over the top rope, which was Suzuki. Suzuki. That's crazy. Um, Zena pinned Suzuki after Thunderstruck. Um, Hanako got, got pinned, pinned by Hanan with seventeen. Uh, Ida ran in and lariated Zena, and Hazuki pinned Zena with the Hazuki straw. Micah powerbomb Hazuki over the top rope to eliminate her, and then Micah pinned Hanan with the Michinokan driver number two. Mina pinned Ida with the figure four leg lock, or sorry, defeated her with the figure four leg lock, and then Mayu uh, lost to the figure four driver Mina when it was her against the two leaders of EXV. Yeah. So Hazuki got her pinfall back over Xena. Um so all that stuff I just said, maybe not true. Uh <laughs> all that stuff we just said for the past yeah, forget Bump that. Yeah. Um no, I'm I'm kidding. I don't know. I still think Hazuki probably leaves. Uh but yeah, so this was the match that um that Mayu kind of got really emotional after the match uh after and yeah uh coco was back next up so cool um she raises spirits that's kind of what i'm hoping for with her i mean she has been around so hope but hopefully yeah hopefully being in the ring i hope i hope the i hope the house shows are a bit more you know in, uh, fun with Hakoguma around, because which I, I'm sure they will be. Um, and then the main event of the evening was May, Sarah, Suzu Suzuki, and Julia defeating the team of Momo Watsonabe, Starlight Kid, and Natsuko Tora. Julia, is this the main event or is it not? It was. Yeah, I said it's it, a it big one. Event. Like that's all the top yeah. talent. Before Corkin, uh, you know, it only drew 600 people. So, well, you run it twice. And you don't name and a card the, until this is the Monday. bad. Yeah, this is the weaker <laughs> card that happens midweek and was just announced the other day. I can't um, stress enough. You don't name the card. So, so you're trying to pack a weekday Corkin, coming off the heels of the biggest news in company history, mm. and and one you you kind of put together a half-ass card, but the card doesn't come out until like Sunday. Correct. And then you have another Corkin right after. This entire show couldn't have spelled more disaster. <laughs> and I'm sure the talents tried and they did their best, but like, there's no other reason to think they should have had anything less with that number. Unfortunately, I mean, anything more than that number. Mm. Unfortunately, um... <sighs> this is just I'm getting word. frustrated. I'm just getting frustrated. <laughs> um, Julia. Pinned Natsuko with the Northern Lights bomb and then made fun of her for not having eyebrows. Um, that's true. And yeah, that's the end of the show. That's the end of that show. 
uh, we, we do have some previewing to do. First, we have some news that we, we should probably jump on. Do we have bit. previewing to do? There's like nothing. Or, oh, wait. There's yeah, two no. shows. There's two um, shows, but there's one card. Oh, this should be, and I have a fucking hell, man. Of course it doesn't have a card. The Corkin has two matches. Wait, the Corkin doesn't even have a card? Oh, it does. It has. It, it, oh, wait, no, it does. Fuck this company, bro. <laughs> I'm tired. This isn't this is two and a half days. <laughs> this card is in two and a half days, and they do not have anything on it. What is happening? <laughs> um... Okay, well, I guess we can briefly talk about Fantastica Mania. Um, yeah, woo! Because let me let me grab the uh, the official match calling. Yep, Starlight Kid and Ruaka are set to join Fantastica Mania on February seventeenth. Um, it is possible that this intersects with the wait. No, this is on the same time, bro. Yeah, so so yeah, they will not be on the on the Korokin show. They will instead be, be on Chiba. the yeah. They will be in Chiba, Japan, and uh, Makuhari specifically to face uh, Luvia and Baharochita. I think yes. that's how you pronounce it. But yeah, so she's they will be facing them. This will be the first women's match on a on a you know. Uh, domestic New Japan show, a, a Japanese New Japan show, since, I believe, uh, Azumi Mercedes Suzuki. Um, I want to say there hasn't been one since then. And yeah, this this should be good. I, I have seen good stuff from um, from Luvia. Yeah. Double L's mess me up all the time. Luvia? Luvia. I have no idea. Uvia. U- I, think, Uvia. I think it would be I think Uvia. Um, I, I've I've seen some good stuff from her. I have not seen much from her partner, uh, but this this could be fun. Ruaka is an interesting choice uh, because she's yeah, it big. Was my expected choice. What do you say? It was my expected choice, assuming Kid was one of them. Yeah, I, I, yeah, it makes sense. Um, I was kind of thinking Kid and Momo, but also like Ruaka can lose, and I imagine they mm-hmm. probably want to put over the CMLL talent here. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, I'm happy with it. Raka is interesting because she's like big and strong, but she's not that great of a base, mm-hmm. which is kind of like what you need to do. <laughs> like that's like the entire point of a big and strong luchador half the time, or luchadora in this case. Um, but I'm interested in this match. I think that you know I'm always happy to see Raka getting more opportunities, and I'm happy to see this on a on a New Japan show. You know, what I mean, we we don't get much of that. It's a shame that they didn't run this in Corkin like the next day. Because don't they go to Corkin the next day for Fantastica Mania? Yep. Yeah, I wish that I wish this could have been Corkin instead, but you know, can't always get what you want. I'm just happy they're doing it, truthfully. Yeah, like, yeah, me too. Like I saw they were coming over, and I was like, if this if this isn't Stardom Talent, so help me. Oh, um, Alex was saying that my it was going to be Ice Ribbon. Um, that's crazy. That was never going to happen. Oh, because they have they have a CML has the partnerships, but I know. But come on. It's new. Japan. I always expected kids, so I'm happy I was right. I was uh, expecting like uh, a brief return of of Mask Fiesta. You know, maybe we get we get uh, mm-hmm. the Red Viper, uh, Utami Haishista. That's, that's crazy uh, expectation. Um, yeah. Fanta- fantastic girl. I'm ha- I like I I'm looking forward to seeing this. I'm happy it's on a that's show that's actually airing as well. Yes. <laughs> you know, like if they put it on like the Thursday show, I'm like you mother. I would've been pissed. Yeah. Yeah. Um. 
Big spot this is for also, Waka. Be happy for I think it. this is a this is a solid card throughout. It is a good card. Of course part. it's a card. It's, it's, it's fantastic and mania. Oh yeah, this is the Brilliante Jr. Soberano versus Doki and Templario. That that's that's, that's that you said it like that. You're like, this is the <laughs> Well, because these are four of my guys, bro. I know. Well, three of my guys. I haven't seen a ton of uh Templario, but that's crazy. Templario like is arguably the best one in the match. <laughs> Probably, yeah, but but I just haven't seen as Soberano much of him Jr. as Soberon Jr. and Doki and Brilliante Jr. I've become a very big fan of recently. Um oh, Tiger Mask. <laughs> That's always what ruins your day is that Tiger Mask mm-hmm. is here. Um, but yeah, that's the brief uh, look at uh, Fantastic Mania. They also have the renders, which they usually didn't have renders of the women. Um, but New Japan has these, which is interesting. As um, they should. <laughs> yeah. You would but... think, but in, in previous times, they did not. So. Mm hmm. But okay, yeah, that, that's the that's the Fantasca Mania on the seventeenth. As for the Corican Hall show on the seventeenth as well, it will feature two title matches, and uh, the rest of the card is un- currently unknown. First title match will be Saida and Hanan defending the New Blood Tag Team Championships against uh, Chan Yoda and My Sakurai. Um, gotta assume Wingori's winning here, and we will see what happens when they face Hanako and, and Waka. You know, I mean, I, I think, mm-hmm. and again, this has been the topic of the entire show. I'm sure everybody's kind of sick of hearing it, but I think a lot of the title matches are what's going to kind of tell you what's going on a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. And we'll talk about the main event where I think that will definitely tell us what's going on. Huh. Um, well, we know what's going on. Yeah, exactly. It, it'll tell us what we already know there. But this one's a bit more up in the air because it's very possible that three of these people leave, right? None of these people are confirmed. Chan Yoda does not work here. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, but... It does not work here. But no, three of these people are completely unconfirmed. It's, it's very possible that any or all of them leave. So I don't think this is very telling of anything. What no. will be telling... I mean, it, it will be telling if my Sakurai wins, then that, that she's probably staying. Uh, if my Sakura and Chan Yoda win, then they're sure. both probably going to be around for a while. Um, mm-hmm. And Ida and Hanan are definitely not. But what's more likely is that Ida and Hanan win this match and then presumably drop the belts to Hanako and Waka, who are definitely staying. Um, well, I'm pretty confident they're staying, considering every single one of their associates is staying. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Um... It's a weird match to look at because you look at both sides you're like, well, you could go, you could go. Um, but it's definitely like whoever Maybe Chan loses. Yoda's the big pickup for Rossi. Beast. That'd be that'd be sick. Uh good for Chan Yoda. Uh, I think that is the way that we look at this match though, is like whoever loses is probably leaving. Yeah. Imminently at least. Um you know. Yeah, and like I said, my Sakurai is maybe like if 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 Stars loses, they are gone. Like <laughs> yesterday, well, you know what I mean? No, like notably, notably, hmm. Julia is leaving, and who is my Sakurai closest to? Correct. Um, so makes you think. We'll she literally though. said, "She literally like it, it's very funny looking at that DDM split, by the way, and like with the power of hindsight, the tech was like, I guess we'll just be separate from now on. I guess this is like you know." 
This yeah. is the end of us. And my soccer is like, I will follow you to the ends of the earth. I swear to God, please. <laughs> I, I will Te- never leave your side. Tekla. So weird. What the fuck is. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I didn't really have time to, to like talk much about that last week, but I did talk about how it was weird. Um, yeah. Still weird. She's still not here. <laughs> by the no, way. she is not at all. She's. I, I don't know what she's doing. <laughs> she she seemingly called her shot for the title that she's not getting because I'm assuming obviously in the main event here. I don't know. I don't know. Um, what I do know is that if anyone wants to watch the show, it'll be live at 9:30 Eastern PM? Friday night. Yeah. Oh damn. The the show starts in Tokyo at 11:30. Oh yeah, they do do the early Corkins. Um... So, first start. If you want, if you want to check it out, well, damn, that's fucking that's seven thirty for me. That is way too that's early. Like TJ, that's like TJPW time. That's like earlier than TJP. Well, I don't watch the undercard no, TJPW. That's, that's why. Is, yeah, um, yeah, there you go. I was like, no, no, no. It, yeah, it's usually, pretty hot. I usually skip to the to the top half. Um, yeah, that damn. I hope that the rest of the card surrounding it is pretty fun. Koguma being there will be a delight. And, um, you know, it, it's I'm hopeful that they kind of put a little bit more into a car that they expect you to pay for uh, to watch. Um, hey, at least it's cheaper. The issue, I, I'm cool with it, but, like, the issue is that, like, this means they will take longer to upload it on Storm World. Uh, mm. Because that's just what they do with shows they do live. They take mm-hmm. an extra day or two um, on top you, of what they all do. even order it? Nope. I haven't even checked. The link that they have is broken. Awesome. That's so sick. Man, I wonder why Alex doesn't want to do the show. <laughs> <laughs> it really just breaks uh, my brain. Um, I know this is a very negative Nancy episode, y'all. And, like, you know, it, it happens. Um, Get used first- to it. <laughs> this is the first okay to be fair this is the first like real episode uh since the Rossi news and also that Mayu video really bummed both of us out this morning and it was just like man fuck this company <laughs> I've already been bummed out I said I was yeah. going to retire listen this has been a long week and no doubt. that that video absolutely nuked any interest I had in talking about any of this so I yeah. do apologize we will probably be in a bit better hopefully I hope I hope we will be in a bit better spirits next week. Um, we didn't even talk about the main event of the show. Main event will be Julia versus Natsuko Tora for the Strong Women's Championship. Um, you know what? I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go full full fantasy booking. I think Natsuko wins with the help of Tekla. Ooh, ooh, okay, okay. See, I thought of this as Natsuka wins, and we just get the belt on Stephanie Varkara as soon as possible. But you know, yours, yes, but yours. I think I think we do that as well. But I think first, that's crazy. I think NBC first, right? Natsuka Tor versus Stephanie Varkara. Man, that that sounds sick. Stephanie Varkara is a is a fucked fucker. She could, they could fucking kill each other. I think it'd be sick. It's just like weird to think about. That's the match, <laughs> probably. Yeah. Unless, like, I mean, to be fair, there was a there was a women's of honor championship match between Mayu Utani and Natsuko Tora. Um, that's true. That's true. Back in the day, and yeah, this oh, would yeah. be this would be Natsuko's first uh, first singles championship victory ever. If she does ever. win, 
because Julia is leaving the company. Yep. Which, I mean, if you remember correctly, the only reason she's the leader of Oedotai is because Suzuki left the company. <laughs> and Kagetsu, obviously. But, also you know. true. It was, it was mainly, it would have been Kagetsu to Hazuki and not Kagetsu to Natsuko if uh, Hazuki wasn't leaving. So, Natsuko often the uh, the benefactory uh, benefact benefactor of uh, circumstances, uh, whatever whatever the opposite of the victim of circumstances is, that's Natsuko Tora. Um, she just keeps winning every time fuck shit happens. <laughs> it's just like shit. I guess I'm, I guess I'm just on top again. Um, but yeah, that's that card. Uh, are you Julia and Natsuko don't have all that great of chemistry? Not at all. Um, but from the one tag match I saw, it was good enough. Yeah, and like I said, I, I wouldn't be surprised if this was a bit overbooked, um, which is fine at this point. I don't really give a fuck. Uh, the full house of torture. Hell yeah. Because <laughs> you know the house always wins. Um, what's all their weapons going to be? Because like one of them is... A, is they, oh, they all have weapons. They need to make that, that shirt. They like have Astro weapons, bro. Yeah. Um... One of them's got a box. Ain't that crazy to think about? One of them just has oh, a suitcase. Morocco like won't be there. So Yeah. Well, actually, that's oh, a great that's a good point. Oh, wait a minute. Now I'm thinking Tekla mm-hmm. makes a little more sense now because yeah. there's not as many people at odds there. And, and mathematically. Because, because my Sakurai could help take out uh, Momo or whatever. You that's know. a crazy thing to think. There's no way my Sakurai take out Momo. Momo like killer. But yeah, I'm with well, you. I get, they I would get, I brawl out if yeah, if this is like yeah. overbooked House of Torture type of thing. Yeah, you have to find pairings. I think my Sakurai Suzu, maybe Maysera could take out the clown Rena and uh, Momo, and then Tekla comes out and helps uh, helps Natsuko, um, or Tekla can come out and it looks like she's going to help Julia and then do the big turn, uh, which also makes a lot of sense. Um, We'll see. That's just that's just me, like kind of like theorizing what could happen. Because I imagine Tekla does come back to this company, and she will be a heel, just because that just makes sense. Um, and there's not really a place for her outside of next to Natsuko. Plus, in the event that a Momo Watanabe, a Starlight Kid, uh, somebody like that does leave, Arena does leave, it kind of adds to the heel faction. Which having a healthy heel faction is probably what they need more than anything else right now. You know, mm-hmm. if half the if half the if half the company leaves, worst case they could just make it Oedo Tai versus Han Tai, right? They could just kill yeah. all the factions and make it you know a, a good versus evil type of gimmick. Um, but you need a heel faction in that sense. So mm-hmm. I imagine. They do put Tekla in with a Waito Tai so that they kind of add to their numbers in the event. Not only if somebody leaves uh, from a Waito Tai, but also if they have to resort to dropping some factions, they're going to want a strong Waito Tai to, to put over other, other groups or the other right. group if the worst case scenario happens for them. Um, so, yeah, that's all, you know, Dylan's brain works in mysterious ways, obviously. Uh, <laughs> not, it's very possible none of that shit happens, but but that's just kind of how I'm, I'm looking at it. And like Scotty said, the Shibuya show on the 18th has nothing on it. Love that. Yeah. Um, and it's a Wednesday. It's not like I'm recording early. It's like we record the same time that we do every week. It's, no, they're just they're behind. Just, yeah. So. I guess that's the end of the show. <laughs> um, 
have any any closing statements any, anything else you would like to chat about very briefly before we head head out um we we should have plenty of opportunities to talk so i don't think there should be too much but anything from this week you want to uh look into a little bit further because we do have another like 15 minutes um on our light allotted time from alex richards <laughs> i am dead inside until mayu leaves this company that is all i got to say that's about um yeah i guess i guess that's the end of that um again <laughs> my bad for this being kind of a, a low en- not even low energy but just kind of a, a negative nancy uh type of type of show but i had a stressful morning the mayu video was sad uh scott's been going through it for a week because this shit's been fucking stressful for him um as i've seen firsthand uh it, it's been a it's been a a a big stressful chaotic couple weeks in the wonderful world of stardom but i hope you enjoyed the show nonetheless um we will be back next week to talk about the corkin show uh maybe both corkin shows depending on if anything interesting or any match was like particularly great which it didn't look like any of them were so i think we will just skip the show that happened this morning uh in terms of review because like no this looks particularly like insane um there's no time matches on that, so we'll talk about the Corkin and the Shibuya oh, show. We'll talk about Fantastic Mania, though, don't you? Oh, worry. and we will ta- we will definitely talk about Fantastic Mania, the Fantastic <laughs> Mania match, um, and then we will preview Gunma and uh, Utsunomi. Um, damn, when does the Cinderella start? Um, not till March, the ninth. So but we should get the Cinderella announcement this weekend. True. So we will probably talk oh, about Cinderella announcements as well um I'm just gonna look at it and be like how much of a mess is this <laughs> i wonder if we get the brackets that's the thing i think we will get the brackets this weekend because um, yeah my they guess don't have time they don't have time to just not give the brackets because in previous years they've run it so they announced the participants very early and they announced the brackets like a couple weeks early and then they do the show uh this year they, they don't have another show to you know no. yeah so I I was also thinking about that is that um they don't have another Corican show until everybody leaves. Holy shit! Oh wait, hold on, wait. <laughs> no, Unless... they gotta have one in the middle of March. Uh, it depends on where the Cinderella tournament matches. I think there's are. one. There might be okay, a Cinderella yeah. one at Corican. Are they both? Yeah, uh, the tenth. On Sunday. Okay, yeah. The so the the second day of the Cinderella will be in Corken Hall. Um, but yeah, other otherwise this weekend is like the last. Um, they'll probably put championship matches on that second day of Cinderella. So, uh, we'll see. But yeah, th- this could be the last big show until the Cinderella final. Um, mm-hmm. that has a championship match on it, and then the Cinderella final is Cinderella the last show. Before final the end was of the on month. a Wednesday. Correct. This company is getting fucked with the schedule. There is a lot to be considered. Why is the Cinderella final on a Wednesday? Is that a special day in Japan? It's the 20th of March. That feels like it has some significance. It has to be. They never do pay-per-views on Wednesdays. Unless it's like Queendom. Uh, yeah, it's it's Equinox. Um, Vernal Equinox Day. It's a public holiday. Um, yeah, so that's why. Crazy. It is a it's it's the it's the beginning of spring. 
I'd be more upset, but like I said, I'm dead inside until Maya gets out of here, so I probably won't even care that much by the time it comes around. What a sad, what a sad life. What a sad reality that I'm living in right now. I hate this. This is Alex, you made the right call, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. No, please don't leave me to. Um <laughs> <laughs> oh man okay we're gonna close the show um go check out the no limit wrestling show on youtube and uh go check me out on twitter at xxichiban because i'm 21 in roman numerals but number one in your heart and uh wow. scott your your uh your yeah, follow me at scotty wrestling how do you feel about that curb your enthusiasm episode this past weekend i know you're a big um, curb guy so funny enough, I'm watching through it right now. Mm. Um, I'm on season seven, so I haven't started the new one. Ah, okay, yeah, yeah. okay. Big curb guy. I remember you you mentioning something about curb the other day. I was like, "Have you talked about curb? Curb your enthusiasm." Big curb guy. Um, but yeah, we will actually close the show now. <laughs> if you want to stand, you end. may stand. If you want to sit, you may. This is the this is the big goodbye. You know what I mean? Um, if you want to stand, you may stand. You want to sit, you may sit. Believe today, shine tomorrow. You decide what you believe in. Ijo. Ijo. Hey, you finally said it. You never say it. It's great. It's great.